Well, good evening, good evening, and welcome once again to Old Time Rock and Roll. We're here on TalkShoe.com every week, every single week. We are just so pleased to have you join us today. My name is Lee Douglas, and I'm your host. Uh, our show tonight, just a little bit different. I guess all of my shows are a little bit different in one way or another. But this one, uh, I think, is going to give you a little bit more of a taste of, well, let's say, late 50s, 1960s, and into the 1970s for the first time. Uh, <clears throat> what we've got today is a, a homage to some great performers and great singers who came from Guess Where. <laughs> from New York City part two and I wish to welcome you and I'm going to even make <clears throat> my own dedication tonight I'm dedicating this entire show to two people 
their names are Jim and Sherlyn Clark. And uh, I believe they are in Kentucky somewhere. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm going to read you their email at the end of the show, and you'll see why I'm dedicating this show to them. Uh, we've got so much to play, but I want to get something out of the way. I know you know uh, a lot of people say uh, talk more, and a lot of people say, well, shut up. Douglas, you had, you, you've done enough talking. Um, the last time I played the boys from New York City, the first part, I got some. Uh, I got a couple of emails from uh, from friends of mine in Brooklyn, where I grew up, and they asked if I would please play on my next Boys from Brooklyn show, since I didn't do it on this one, or Boys from New York City, excuse me, uh, Little Caesar and the Romans. Now, you know you've all heard about urban legends. Well, there was an urban legend that went around. Um, the streets of Brooklyn where I grew up and it, it um, had to do with a a certain no, I don't know I want to give last names but a, a certain boy named Steve who uh, we were I guess we would be considered friends uh, although he was quite an irritating young man but uh, that's why I'm just going to keep the word Steve uh, without saying any more about it and uh, the legend has it that um, before well he Steve got into a lot of trouble and before he died, and he died very, uh, very young, that he was a member of the doo-wop group Little Caesar and the Romans, and uh, that he recorded those oldies but goodies. And so, you know, as the story went, he did this, and he uh, became quasi-famous for a little while, and then um, had some more hard times, and then somehow either got, I don't even know, I never know to this day whether he got shot or got or killed himself or whatever but um, I, I looked into this and I really researched it and I found that uh, urban legend is what it was and that the uh, group Little Caesar and the Romans came from Chicago and at no time were they ever in New York and uh, well I'm sorry guys <laughs> it just didn't happen and uh, so we can't play them and Little Caesar and the Romans we have played before is in the doo-wop section but once again they were not from New York City alright now since I'm going to be talking about New York City and the boys from New York I guess we gotta start with one of the best and we'll start with a muse with a another song that really has to do with New York uh, you know here's a guy that was just about mm, two months younger than I was and uh, one of the one of the few uh, performers that is that has started in in the late 1950s uh, and still is performing today. His name is Barry Allen Pincus. Never heard of him. All right, back in Brooklyn, uh, in uh, the Williamsburg section of Brooklyn, back in 1943, Barry. Alan Manilow was born. Uh, Russian Jewish uh, father and an Irish mother, believe it or not. And uh, Edna Manilow and, and uh, his grandparents and um, his mom, Edna, uh, got divorced from their father when he was two years old. So he was actually raised by his mom and his grandparents. Whatever it was, they sure did do a great job. 
one of the most fabulous and long, long careers in, in entertainment. Uh, Barry uh, went to uh, the College of Music and Juilliard School of Music uh, while working in the mailroom at CBS to pay his expenses. And uh, he has been singing and, and writing, and I mean writing. Uh, you know, his commercials are absolutely so famous. Uh, he, he's done so many commercials and so many great songs. Right now, here is, for your enjoyment, Barry Manilow and New York City Rhythm.
Teddy Randazzo, one of the most underrated singers and most prolific songwriters in the 1950s, 60s, and into the 70s. Uh, Teddy was, was something special. Uh, he was, he was uh, uh, like I said, an Italian kid from, from Brooklyn, uh, hung around his pizza shop all day long, uh, one of the best-looking guys. Uh, and I remember how the girls just went crazy over him at the, at the Brooklyn Fox and Brooklyn Paramount Theaters when he performed, and also in uh, that absolutely horrible movie, Rock, 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 which he shown. Uh, God, I think even Tuesday Weld was bad in that one. Of course, Alan Freed was Alan Freed. And, uh, but, my God, Teddy Randazzo stood out there. Great guy. And, of course, a great performer in his own right. Played the uh, accordion and uh, worked with his group known as the Three Chuckles. So, right now, I'd like to play a very rarely heard cut from Teddy Randazzo. Here's Teddy with... Sherry. Sherry. Set sail across the ocean to you, my Sherry. Sherry, all I do is close my eyes, and we're under Paris skies, sharing a rendezvous, my Sherry. Although we haven't met, I dream you. I hold you tight, Sherry I'll be dreaming dreams of you Till I hear you parlez-vous Of l'amour to me Till I see your face Share your warm embrace Till you're my Sherry Teddy Randazzo, great, great little song. Sherry. Every night for about two and a half years, in New York City there was only one place to go if you wanted to dance the night away. And that was the Peppermint Lounge in downtown New York City. Um, the reason? Joey D and the Starlighters. For those few years, Joey D and his band twisted 
the night away with this great dance classic. Here is Joey D and the Starlighters, Peppermint Twist. Try doing the twist. Have you tried doing that old dance and see if you can handle it? I did. Uh, it still hurts. Oh, well. Uh, right now, the earliest of the legends. Back in 1955, this little guy and this group hung around the street corners of New York singing some of the great doo-wop sounds. And this one was absolutely produced for the musical uh, movie Rock, Rock, Rock with Alan Freed. And um, basically it was uh, done just to say to the American people, see, I'm a nice guy, I'm a singer, I am not a juvenile delinquent. So here is Frankie Lyman with the teenagers singing, I'm not a juvenile delinquent. I'm not a juvenile delinquent. No, 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 I'm not a juvenile delinquent. Do the thing that's right and you'll do nothing wrong. Life will be so nice. I know 
Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers. Right now, a song that, um, well, I, I don't know how to describe it. Here's a, a doo-wop, a Brooklyn doo-wop from a group called Jordan and the Fascinations. Do not have really much about it except that they were one of the early and, and uh, myriad groups around Brooklyn on the street corners in those days. Here's Jordan and the Fascinations, I'll Be Forever Loving You. Is it yes or is it no? Should I stay and be happy, dear, or shall I go? If this is so, I'll be forever loving you. Does your heart feel like mine? Don't you sometimes feel that you've had too much wine? If this is so, I'll be forever loving you. When you're near, everything is so sweet when you've gone. I feel like I'm in need when you smile. I feel so gay. Is it yes or is it no? Should you love me till then, won't you tell me? If this is so, I'll be forever loving you. When you're near, everything is so sweet when you've gone. I feel like I'm in need when you smile. I feel so gay. This is so I'll be forever loving you Hey Jordan and the Fascinations I'll be forever loving you mm. Well you are listening to old-time rock and roll here on TalkShoe.com. And, of course, you can always, always contact us uh, for a dedication or request at oldtimernr at hotmail.com. And, of course, you can listen by just going through our own website, which is www.wrestlingrap.com. And you can listen to old-time rock and roll in any of our shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Right now, we're going to go across that little river called the East River and talk about a guy who spent his life in pretty much in uh, New Jersey but was beloved forever in New York City. In fact, there, in the history of our city, there were only three 
people or groups that clogged the arteries of New York City, bringing it to a standstill at the New York Paramount Theater. They were Alan Freed, of course, Frank Sinatra, and a group known as Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. Now, Joseph Levitch never wanted to be a teen idol. He never wanted to be anything but a comedian. Uh, Joseph Levitch, of course, is Jerry Lewis. Jerry has been around now almost 80, 80 years and is just incredibly, incredibly funny as he always has been. Uh, Jerry has taken so much of his own time and brought it to help other people. Uh, back in the uh, 1960s, I guess, uh, when he had split from Dean Martin and was making, well, some mediocre comedies. Uh, some of his best stuff, of course, was before and later uh, with movies like Cracking Up, which nobody remembers except me, and uh, <coughs> Big Mouth. Well, some of the earlier ones were very popular, but yeah, not, not really very good. But he did go into a recording studio to make one record that uh, sold one million copies plus. And that's before platinum became such an exciting thing to do, and it was not an everyday occurrence back in those days. But here's Jerry Lewis, not Jerry Lee Lewis, but Jerry Lewis, and uh, not a bad voice. He, he really uh, tried hard on this. Here's Jerry Lewis, Rockabye Your Baby, with a Dixie Melody. Your baby with a Dixie melody When you croon, croon a tune From the heart of Dixie Just hang my cradle, mammy mine Right on that mason, Dixie line Swing it from Virginia to Tennessee with all the love that's in ya. Weep no more, weep no more, my lady. Sing that song for me. So soft and low, just as though you had me on your knee. A million baby kisses I'll deliver The minute that you sing the Swanee River Rock-a-bye, your rock-a-bye baby With a Dixie melody Oh, weep no more, my lady Sing that song for me Just as though you had me on your knee. 
kisses I'm gonna deliver The minute that you sing the Swanee River Rock-a-bye, your rock-a-bye baby With a Dixie melody Jerry Lewis. Wow. Uh, I do want to remind you that we have some great shows coming up on TalkShoe.com. And our show, which actually starts on uh, the 31st of uh, March, we call it our April Fool's Novelty Show. I want you to listen to that because I found a great recording of Jerry Lewis doing an absolute goofy song. And we're going to play that for you on that show. And we have so many other great things coming up. But this is just too much to play, and uh, we got to go and, and do too much. So I'm going to start by uh, bringing in somebody who, personally, um, I loved her, her. Loved her voice. Her voice was outstanding. She's one of the great singers of all time. Unfortunately, she spent too much time uh, in politics and and becoming a very old and stodgy creature. Um, Barbara Streisand, born Barbara Joan Streisand, and again, Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Um, her father, Emmanuel Streisand, was an English teacher, and I really, uh, this is a little bit uh, clear, unclear, because my, my dad is not here to, to straighten me out on this. He either was teaching at Alexander Hamilton Vocational High School or Westinghouse Vocational High School in Brooklyn. Um, not that it matters too much, but uh, my father taught with him. And, but he died extremely young when Barbara was only 15 months old. Uh, I guess she found her, uh, her most famous, uh, everything was in Brooklyn and uh, the uh, people that she dealt with. Uh, her mother, Diana Rosen, uh, did not encourage her daughter to pursue a, a show business career, but sure, glad she did. Uh, she went to Erasmus Hall High School in Brooklyn uh, where she graduated fourth in her class and she sang in the school choir and in sing with Neil Diamond. Um, if you don't know what sing is, it's, it's almost like a talent show. Um, if, you, if you've seen or heard about a high school musical, basically it was, a, um, it was the um, sophomores against the juniors against the seniors and they just practiced and practiced and did this thing year after year, still doing it. Um, one of the most unusual things, I wish it was done uh, in other places, but this is where it came from, Sing, in Brooklyn, New York, and all over New York City. Uh, they did it at Midwood, and they did it at Lincoln, and they did it in so many other places. Uh, and also, um, Barbara said she, she hated growing up in Brooklyn. Wow. I, I don't understand it, but uh, I love Brooklyn. And uh, I know Barbara has since changed her mind, realizing how much strength she drew from her roots. And uh, that's what she said in, uh, in October of 2006 in a concert in Toronto. I didn't even know she was still performing. Well, anyway, here is one of Barbara's absolute finest pieces of music. Uh, certainly not rock and roll, but she is from New York City, and she deserves all the respect we can give her. Here's Barbara Streisand 
and one of her classic recordings, and, and one of my favorites, by the way, uh, Send in the Clowns. Isn't it queer 
David Blatt, another great singer from not only New York but from Brooklyn, grew up again in the upscale neighborhood of, well, I guess you'd call it the Brighton Beach area. David Blatt had one of the most beautiful, still does, beautiful voices in all of rock and roll. Uh, of course, he changed his name to Jay Black and uh, is in a constant struggle to to prove that he is Jay and the Americans and not Jay Trainer, who who gave up the group actually uh, before their greatest successes but one of the most beautiful voices in the world Jay Black and the Americans this magic moment
Black and the Americans, this magic moment. Great song. Um, this next young lady personified rock and roll in the early 60s, late, late 50s, early 60s. Um, the first time I saw her was at uh, the Avalon Theater in Brooklyn, New York, not known for stage shows. Um, actually, it, she was on hand with Alan Freed and Chuck Berry to um, promote the movie Rock, 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 which we've been talking about tonight. And, for, you know, she, Connie wasn't in the movie, but she did dub the voice uh, for Tuesday Weld. So that was her first break, a really big break, came from Alan Freed, as almost everybody did. Uh, she never appeared on, a, on an Alan Freed show. Um, and uh, that's a shame, but she did become popular really popular just about the time um, that Alan Freed left town. Uh, in 1958, she did Who's Sorry Now, which became an absolute classic, classic hit. Right now, uh, here's Connie with Lipstick on Your Collar. One of Connie's absolute great classics and a nice upbeat song, which she was not really known for, Lipstick on Your Collar. I'm going back to the Bronx now to hear from Dion DeMucci and his group, the Belmonts, from Belmont Avenue in the Bronx. Here's Dion 
with uh, a song you may not have heard. Uh, it's, it's kind of obscure. Here's Dion with Will, Ever, Will Love Ever Come My Way. It seems the whole world wants to turn their backs on me. Can't find someone to give a little love to me. Tokens were formed in 1955 in Brooklyn's Lincoln High School. The members, Hank Medris, Eddie Rabkin, Cynthia Zolitin, and Neil Sedaka. When, um, when uh, Rabkin was replaced by Jay Siegel in 1956 well, under the name of the Link Tones, uh, they decided to change their name um, and again, they changed people by adding the Margot brothers, Mitch and Phil. And they renamed themselves the Tokens. Uh, but you know what? Neil Sedaka was a standout. And uh, it wasn't until, of course, after he left that it seems funny that, the, that Neil had his great st uh, singers sing him <laughs> as a single. And the Tokens, when they got rid of Neil, uh, became hits in their own right with some great things. But their first record tonight, I fell in love, which I try to get um, one classic. And of course, we're going to do them together. We're going to put um, Neil Sedaka and the Tokens together. And I, I, I found one that I really, really liked of Neil's. It was called Little Devil. And then we're going to play tonight, I fell in love by the Tokens. So here we go. Little 
no matter what show that I'm doing, whether it be Boys from Brooklyn or doo-wop songs or, or just songs of a specific era, I always come back to one gentleman and his group. They have been together for some 50 years. Little Anthony and the Imperials. Again, a little bit different. Here's Little Anthony with a beautiful ballad called Take Me Back. Take me back, I'm begging please Take me back, I'm on my knees For you to scold me, hurt me, hold me Darling, take me back when you belong to me I have a jealous mind Too late I learned that you were not the cheating kind Take me back, I'm begging please Take me back, I'm on my knees For you to scold me, hurt me, hold me Darling, take me back, my jealous eyes have learned you take a look or two They were too blind to see that I was losing you Take me back, I'm begging please Take me back, I'm on my knees For you to scold me, hurt me, hold me They say you live and learn And though I've tried before I promise never to be jealous anymore Take me back, I'm begging What can I say? Once again, little Anthony in the Imperials. Take me back. Uh, you know, I, I try and always get the uh, obscure and uh, long time not heard of classics. Sometimes I succeed, sometimes I don't. In this particular case, I didn't succeed. Um, probably since, since early 1955, um, Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel have been together as a duo. Uh, originally, they, they became a group known as Tom and Jerry. I don't know why they picked that, but it's obvious. Uh, 
having a, a, a slight hit called Hey School Girl. I really tried very hard to find that record. I've been looking all over, have not found it yet. And if I do, you know I'm going to play it right here on Old Time Rock and Roll on TalkShoe.com. And we're here every week just playing records that you've forgotten or in, in some cases not even <laughs> thought of. Um, but S Simon and Garfunkel were turned out to be one of the greatest groups of the 1960s. And Paul Simon uh, continued on into the 1970s with some great songs like Kodachrome and uh, was it Me and Julio down by the schoolyard and so on and so forth. So right now I'm going to play Sounds of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel and then Paul Simon by himself with Kodachrome. Hello darkness my old friend I've come to talk with you again because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains within the sound of silence In restless dreams I walked alone Streets of cobblestone Neath the halo of a street lamp I turn my collar to the cold and damp When my eyes were stared By the flash of a neon light To split the night And touch the sound of silence and in the naked light I saw Ten thousand people, maybe more People talking without speaking People hearing without listening People writing songs That voices never share No one did the sound of silence Who said I do not know Silence like a cancer grows Hear my words that I might teach you Take my arms that I might reach you But my words like silent raindrops fell
Diamond was an enigma. He uh, he actually that was his name. Neil Diamond was his name, and um, <laughs> I, I I've never heard anybody who really wanted to change a beautiful name like Neil Diamond that he went ahead and tried to change uh, quite a few times in his life. Uh, that's what makes things so so hysterical with with Neil. But Neil was a consummate performer. Neil Leslie Diamond was um, started out in Erasmus High School singing with, as I said before, Barbara Streisand. 
Uh, then uh, they moved, his family moved, and he ended up finishing uh, his school and, and of course, uh, receiving his diploma from Lincoln High School. He was also the member of the fencing team, and he learned to play guitar after see receiving one as a gift on his 16th birthday. Uh, he cites Pete Seeger as his early inspiration. Uh, he even had a scholarship to NYU, New York University, uh, with a fencing scholarship, and he went into NYU as a pre-med student, but dropped out with less than a year left because he hated organic chemistry and he wanted to pursue that career in music, and we are glad he did. Um, he, Diamond actually recorded, uh, his first recording contract was in 1960 with Dual Records. Get that? Because he was, uh, isn't that interesting? Dual Records, because he was a uh, fencer. Mm. Uh, he started out with an Everly Brothers type duo called Neil and Jack with his high school friend Jack Packer. Uh, they, they recorded the single, What Will I Do? Which, of course, was unsuccessful. But in 1962, Neil Diamond signed with Columbia Records as a solo performer. And uh, the rest is history, as they say. So here is Neil Diamond with Sweet Caroline and America. Where it began I can't begin to knowing But then I know it's growing strong Wasn't the spring And spring became the summer Who'd have believed you'd come along Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you
What a great performer and singer Neil Diamond was and is. Still performing, still just just tremendous. And, and you know, like we said at Christmas time, it, it, it takes a, a Jew to really produce a great Christmas song. And Neil Diamond just did some of the greatest. And of course, he appeared in um, the movie The Jazz Singer, the remake of The Jazz Singer, which was m remade, I guess it was made three times, one with uh, Al Jolson, one with Danny Thomas, and of course one with Neil Diamond. wasn't necessarily a great movie, but Neil Diamond was a great, great performer. I guess 
there's no way to, to go uh, and talk about anybody from New York City without taking this, this wonderful young man from Hell's Kitchen who started out as a solo career singing Bless You and uh, turned it around in the late 1970s, early 80s uh, into uh, one of the most entertaining groups of all time and that was Tony Orlando and Dawn. Uh, Dawn, as you know, was actually just originally done just for a, s a studio group and the, uh, the music was so fabulous that, that they uh, went out and found the group and of course uh, it was not only one of the best musical groups but absolutely as as humorous and they did on their own show um, their their banter between themselves was just hysterical so here is Tony Orlando and Dawn with Candida the stars won't come out if they know that you're about Cause they couldn't match the glow of your eyes And oh, who am I? Just an ordinary guy Trying hard to win me first prize Oh, Candida
Tony Orlando and Dawn Candida. Next week, guys, I'm going to return, actually, is the best way to put it. I'm going to return to our roots of, of playing 50s and 60s almost uh, entirely with uh, a group with a, a group that I call the Name Game, which, of course, will be the names, the great songs of names of boys and girls over the past 20-year period from 1955 to 1975, actually. Um, but I want to end this uh, by, I said that I had uh, dedicated this show to Jim and Sherlyn Clark. I want you to, I want to read this to you, and I don't normally do this, and I hate to, to bore you with it, but I'm just, I was just so touched, I decided that I would uh, give you this, this little note that was sent to me by Jim Clark. It says, I'm 59 years old and find myself being asked a lot of questions about old-time rock and roll music by my children and grandchildren and younger co-workers who never got to live the good years in music. Also, at, a cl at cl class reunions and such, I graduated in 1965. We talk a lot about music of our youth. The problem is, I never really got into the music. I was more interested in souped-up cars and building my own souped-up 56 Chevy. I never really liked music a lot until just recently when the bug really hit me. I now am buying iPods, every rock and roll CD I can find, DVD about rock stars. I can't get enough of old-time rock and roll. I have recorded every episode of Lee Douglas's podcast and have them all on my iPod and I listen to them all the time. The best part of them is not the songs, we already have most of them on CD, but his personal thoughts and comments about the stars and history of each singer. Lee occasionally apologizes about talking too much, but please don't stop. This is what makes your show good and unique, is your personal experience of the era and your experience with meeting and interviewing with them, and passing that on to us. Your experience is worth a million dollars and the greatest asset to your show. Please talk more. We want to know. We can listen to songs anywhere and anytime, but we are thirsty for knowledge and personal information that only people like you still can give us. Keep up the good work. Well, what can I say? Um, Jim, I appreciate your, your kind thoughts, and I wish you'd get on the phone or write a letter to uh, people like X, XM or Satellite Radio or Sirius Satellite Radio and tell them that you would like to hear Old Time Rock and Roll and Lee Douglas on Satellite Radio. And that would be most appreciated if any of you would do that because I would appreciate it. And I guess I'm going to end with another Barry Manilow song. And um, after that great little note that was given to me by Jim Clark, um, all I can say is that to know that people really like this well I guess I can end it with this particular song by Barry Manilow for everybody here at Old Time Rock and Roll and TalkShoe.com this is Lee Douglas that's a wrap <laughs>